Here we go. You're listening to Law and Gospel on this Friday, July the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Pastor Tom Baker. And on Fridays, we take a look at emails that we have received. This email is from Michael Brown. And I'm not sure if you realize what he's talking about. Because the Supreme Court of the United States has made a decision on Christian graphic artists. What is it talking about? Well, last week, the Supreme Court issued its landmark decision that Lori Smith, a Colorado-based Christian graphic artist and web designer, did not have to create content content that violated her beliefs. So she's a Christian graphic artist, and it kind of reminds you of that situation where a individual was told to have to make a cake for a gay wedding and refused to do so, and of course was sued for that. And I often thought from there on that the way to get around that is simply to go to a a Muslim bakery and ask them to make a cake for a conference you were having in a Christian church that says, Allah is an idol and to put that on the top of the cake. Do you think the Muslim bakery would do that? Of course not, because that would be against their religious beliefs. And so for a long time, Christians have been being forced to do things that go against their Christian beliefs. In fact, this landmark decision was really opposed by Clara Jeffrey, editor-in-chief of Mother Jones. She tweeted, perhaps gay stylists, designers, caterers, and planners should start withholding services from Christian conservatives and see where that goes. After all, If a Christian does not have to create content for a gay couple, surely gay professionals can decline services to Christian conservatives. Well, I don't have a problem with that. If if you are a gay person and you are opposed to what a Christian says and believes, you have the right not to service us. More extreme was the reaction of actor Michael Imperial, who posted on Instagram, I've decided to forbid bigots and homophobes from watching The Sopranos, The White Lotus, Goodfellas, or any movie or TV show I've been in. Thank you, Supreme Court for allowing me to discriminate and exclude those I don't agree with. And 
with whom I'm opposed to. Well, he has the right to say that, but he has no power to stop us from watching any program that we want. Now, there was a Justice Sonia Sotomayor, because the vote was six to three uh, in support of Lori Smith. In her strong dissenting opinion, Justice Sonia Sotomayor argued, today the court for the first time in its history grants a business open to the public a constitutional right to refuse to serve members of a protected class. And she claimed that the ruling comes amid a backlash to the movement for liberty and equality for gender and sexual minorities. Now, you know, that's like saying that if a pedophile comes to your business and wants to put out a whole bunch of newsletters about why pedophilia is okay, that you as a Christian need to print that. that that's ridiculous. No, we don't have to print what is against our beliefs. Mary headlines, many headlines reflected similar sentiments, such as this one posted on the UK Guardian. U.S. Supreme Court strikes blow against LGBTQ rights with Colorado ruling. Now, I agree with that. There needs to be a blow against gay rights because you now have parades of gay people who walk around naked and then walk to the children in the audience. This is not something that should be done, but it's what, you, what will happen when you allow the gay community to do what they want. But in reality, the ruling did no such thing. Justice Neil Gorsuch was right to challenge Justice Sotomayor's arguments. He stated that Sotomayor's dissenting opinion reimagines the facts from top to bottom. He also argued that she failed to answer the fundamental question of, quote, can a state force someone who provides her own expressive services to abandon her conscience and speak its preferred message instead? In his view, what Justice Sotomayor was arguing for was for the court to allow the government to force an individual to speak contrary to her beliefs on a significant issue of personal conviction. This is what 
the Colorado-based court had said that Lori Smith had to do. This is clearly a violation of her most fundamental constitutional rights. That's why law professor Jonathan Turley described the Supreme Court decision as an amazing moment in history with regard to the First Amendment. And he rightly pointed out that the decision had nothing to do with discrimination since Smith freely serves a wide range of customers, including those who identify themselves as gay. They could come and ask her to do something that wasn't against her convictions, and she was glad to do it. As Turley noted, such cases as these do not change the public accommodation laws. You cannot be refused to go into stores and buy items that are pre-made, for example, based on your race or your status. But if someone wants to compel you to create something contrary to your convictions, the Supreme Court said, you are not compelled to do so. That is exactly what Colorado law was trying to do. And the court, by a ruling of six to three, shut that unjust law down. Christine Wagoner and Aaron Hawley also stated, the Supreme Court's decision in this item is a crucial victory for every American, regardless of their religious, political, or ideological views. In that case, the Supreme Court reaffirmed the most fundamental of civil liberties, that the government may not tell people what to think or say. As for the counter-arguments raised by others, here are some questions that are in this email to ask people who disagree with the court's decision. Number one, should a gay web designer be compelled by the state to design a website for a counseling service that helps people overcome same-sex attractions? Now, that's a great question. There are gay groups that will help you make a website, but will they help you make one that argues against same-sex attractions? Of course not, because that would be contrary to their beliefs. Another question, should an Orthodox Jewish web designer be compelled by the state 
to design a website for Jews for Jesus. Now, we in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, have a number of congregations that serve Jewish people who have become Lutheran. And if they wanted to do a website to help other Jews become Christians, should an Orthodox Jewish web designer be compelled to do that? No, it would be against their beliefs. Another question, should an atheist web designer be compelled by the state to design a website called Answering Atheism? Now, he's not going to help you put together a website that shows that atheism is not only contrary to the Christian faith, but contrary to American values. How about, should a trans-identified web designer be compelled by the state to design a website on the dangers of hormone therapy and sex-changing surgery? No, they will not want to do that. And they won't do it because it is against their beliefs. The Supreme Court has given them the right to refuse to help put together such a web design. Or how about, should a Muslim web designer be compelled by the state to design a website for a meat service specializing in pork products? You see, for the Muslims, pork is an unclean food. And therefore, you'd be forcing them to encourage the eating of pork, which would be against their faith. How about this one? Should an African-American web designer be compelled by the state to design a website selling Confederate flags? Now, that ought not be permitted, that the African-American is compelled to design a website selling Confederate flags, because that is against his beliefs. Similarly, should a Christian web designer be compelled by the state to design an adultery hookup website. Now, that's going on a lot today where men uncomfortable with their marriage and even women go to the computer to see if they can find someone that they can date, that they can go out with and maybe even commit adultery because they feel lonely. Should a Christian web designer help them to do that? No. In fact, should any web designer be compelled by the state to design a pornographic website? Of course not. I have a number of people 
who have helped me put together a website, but none of them would put together a pornographic website. In fact, they even say that in their business letters they send me about certain things they will not do. Well, the Supreme Court has said they can say those things because they are going against their religious beliefs. So the answer to all of these questions is obvious. None of these people should be compelled to create content that violates their beliefs or convictions. The state clearly has no right to force people to do so. And what about a gay-owned t-shirt company? Should they be compelled by the state to design a t-shirt with the words, God does not recognize same-sex marriage? Should a Christian-owned printing company be compelled by the state to design flyers for a Satan conference? The list goes on and on. And in every case, the answer is an obvious no. But should these same individuals or companies be allowed to refuse general services to someone because they are gay or trans or Jewish or Muslim or Christian or black or white? What that question is, Let's say you own a bakery shop and the person comes in to buy a birthday cake for their child and they just want happy birthday on it. And you say, but you are a gay person or you're Jewish or you're Muslim or you're black. Therefore, I'm not going to do this for you. The Christian does not do those things. We serve all kinds of people. We just don't serve them to the point where what they are asking us to do is going against our biblical convictions. So we don't refuse general services to someone because who they are, and obviously not. That's why some of the Christians who have come under attack in recent years had served gay customers for years. Some of them even had gay employees. But when it came to creating artistic content that violated their beliefs, such as creating that wedding cake or changing a floral arrangement for a same-sex ceremony, they declined. And for that, they were dragged into court with their lives turned upside down. And there are many examples of that. In the same way, if a gay person said to Lori Smith, I'm Tony, and I'm gay, and i like you to create a welcome website for my window cleaning company. 
it will be illegal, not to say unchristian and unethical, for her to say, no, I won't do that because you're gay. Even if the person is gay, we still serve them. Imagine you're a clerk in the grocery store and people go by every day buying food from your counter. Are you to ask them what their position is on the gay movement before you ring them up? Of course not. If they come through buying meat, cereal, bread, buying things from your grocery store, you are to serve them and not to decline to serve them, even if they are gay. Remember Jesus, he would meet and speak with tax collectors, sinners, and prostitutes. He would not decline to be with them. Even the hated lepers, Jesus would go to. And even Samaritans. Remember in the 10 lepers that he healed? One of them was a Samaritan. And that would have gone against Jewish practice. But Jesus didn't do that. And we remember when the Pharisees wanted to stone a woman because she had committed adultery. Jesus protected her, but then also said to her, go and sin no more. So the message of Christianity is to encourage people to get out of these unrepentant attitudes towards lifestyles that are contrary to the word of God. And therefore, Christians should not be forced to do creative works of art that are contrary to their beliefs. If a man named Tony said, I'm Tony and I'm transgender, and I'd like you to create a website for my children's books that are designed to help kids recognize their hidden trans identity, which means he's saying they may be a girl, but they need to be thinking about maybe they should be a male. It would be legal. It would be Christian. And it would be ethical that you would politely decline to help publish such a book. That's why the Supreme Court's decision, though it was six to three, should have been nine zero, applauded by people from all backgrounds. The fact that it was six three, with many Americans outraged over the ruling, reminds us of just how confused our nation has become. May truth and sanity prevail. Now, Dr. Michael Brown is the host of the nationally syndicated Line of Fire radio program. 
and his latest book is entitled Why So Many Christians Have Left the Faith. That obviously would be a very interesting book to read. And you will find out that they left the faith because they don't agree with Christian morality. They don't agree with Christian beliefs. Many of them don't think they're so sinful that they need a savior because they're not as bad as anybody else. And so they have listened to the lies of Satan. Well, the Supreme Court has shut the door on one lie of Satan, that just because you're an American, you do not have to do works of art that are contrary to your religious beliefs. And that refers not only to Christians, but to other, every other group. If I as a Christian and I have a publishing company and I to print a book on racism, which I have done, which was written by Peter Kurowski, a great book, I have the right to put that book out uh, to show that racism is a sin. And therefore, I will not think that racism is okay because blacks are lesser individuals. From God's point of view, they are not. For 28 years, I pastored a congregation that at the end was getting a majority of black people in our adult instruction class because we shared that message in the neighborhood. And they were so happy to hear that Jesus forgives their sins and heaven can also be their home. So, thank you, Supreme Court, for another great ruling besides the one against abortion that Christians are not forced to do projects that are contrary to our will. On Monday's Law and Gospel, we'll continue to use Law and Gospel with Bible verses for the following Sunday. Till then, God bless you. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your checkout to Law and Gospel and mail to Law and Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132, or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.